Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning! Welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, June 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everybody. It is the first of the month. Welcome to June. How did we get here? What is going on? The answer is... I don't know, but welcome anyway. We're glad to have you with us. Thank you guys for getting up and checking in as uh, usual every morning. We're looking at some of the texts coming in on our studio and text line at 702-364-9400. We have the Texas Moore family checking in. Marcus and Maria, Zach, Cujo, Rudy, Jim, Melissa, Francis, Jan, Raul, all listening and tweeting us this morning. At Mercedes in the AM, we have Mike, Dawn, uh, Jason, Steph is listening, Tom is listening, so thank you guys for that. How you doing? I feel like we're saying that a lot. How did we get here? How did we get to June so quickly? How did we get from a, a young kindergarten girl named Sophie to graduating high school yesterday afternoon? How does how does time just fly by so I fast? I know. It craziness. really is just it was, uh, it was a beautiful day yesterday. My daughter did her had her graduation finally, and it was just so nice, and we were so excited excited for her and and we did a little celebratory dinner last night and yeah it was just it was a really nice night or really nice day all around it was great you shared the link with us to, to watch it so i was in and out watching the graduation saw bits and pieces of some of the speeches but i did see sophie walk out and she was the first kid to walk out to get her diploma she that's was a cool the first thing one. number one yeah it was uh we were just we were prepared she knew she was going to be first because uh they did rehearsal now she's not alphabetically first but uh she and another student were named uh the students of the year for their for their um major and so that major was called first which was business and so she and and uh the other kid he they were carrying a flag out and so since they were the first they were the first to get their their <laughs> diplomas so, so it was really cute the, the, the lady whoever was doing the announcing and now the graduates of 2022 sophie like whoa here she is i it's know go time. boom you guys didn't have to wait at all for that one <laughs> and then what was all the hooting and hollering before the name announcements because they made an announcement before as everything was getting underway saying 
saying the class you know, wants everyone to be respectful of everyone's time. Let's not shout out and get crazy. And then there was like a 30-second lull between we're going to start announcing the kids and then the kids coming out with their names announced. And it, just watching on the stream, there's, me, there's a lot of screaming going on in the background. Yeah, there was. it was like in the section right next to ours. It was, uh, yeah, interesting that you said that. There, It was a family who just started yelling the kids' name that they were therefore so i can't remember the name like paul one they're all paul and then other families were started competing with that and they're like oh, oh. kelsey kelsey <laughs> uh, oh john john and then just everyone started shouting out whoever their graduate's name was and so i was like hearing this knowing that sophie was first i'm like oh my gosh i hope they're not screaming when they yell her name and they were kind of screaming over the beginning of her name but at least we could still hear it there was a lot of there was a lot of scream at first i thought maybe something happened i thought maybe someone fainted on stage and they were cheering the person no. that fainted to get up and they're going to be okay. But there was just, it was hard to decipher what they were saying. So it was just overzealous parents for the child. Yeah, that happens. I mean, it happens. But at the same time, I was like, I just want to hear my child's name. Stop. And, oh, yeah. You know, you wait all this time for that one moment for them to say your kid's name. And you don't, you want, you want it silence. You want to get the perfect audio when your child walks across the stage. But she looked beautiful. And the photos you posted last night, it looked like an awesome day. Yeah, it was a really good day. How was your day yesterday? It was good. It was nice. I got, I got caught up with a bunch of errands running around town doing errands uh, yesterday afternoon, did some sc- uh, car stuff last night, which was fun. Got home last night about 7 o'clock, 7.30, and I was just amped up on energy. So I went for a run last night at 7.30, so did a nice run, and then got home and just ended up doing an outdoor mini workout last night. I was just jacked up last night. And then uh, finished up some work, and it was a good night last night for me. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, the weather is getting nicer. We're in June. I mean, officially not summer, but... For our intents and pur- all intents and purposes, it's summer around mm. here, so it's beautiful. And thank you guys for joining us this morning. Let's start things off. We've got the pre-show you pick them to get to this morning. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Let Her Cry by Hootie and the Blowfish? And just let her cry. Alanis Morissette. Or do you want to hear The Way You Move by Outcast? choices get your votes in now you can do it a couple of ways you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or text or call us right now 702-364-9400 we are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 we never gossip or would we let's go Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The first part of Stranger Things Season 4 broke the record for biggest premiere for an English language series. It had 286.8 million hours of view time. The second season of Bridgerton previously held the record with 193 million hours, but Stranger Things out of the gate just crushing things this past weekend. Still need to watch it. I've just, I've heard so many good things that it is so, so great, but I just uh, haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, same here. But Sophie, she did with the first. She did all seven episodes this weekend. She yeah, said it was great in, in one day. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Just back to back to back, and she's yeah. She said it, she actually said when you watch it, let me know because I want to watch it again with you. So yeah, here but here a lot. Of-
lot of people saying that. All four seasons of Stranger Things were in the top five for the week of May 23rd. And a lot of people probably went back for a refresher since it's been almost three years since season three. And Sophie did tell me that they do a kind of a recap before the start of season four. Good. Which is nice. I need those. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, how forget. did it end? How did it I end? I forget. Tom Brady was front and center last night to see our Las Vegas Aces defeat the Connecticut Sun. The final score was 89 to 81. Brady was with his sister and sportscaster Jim Gray, and he tweeted out a picture of the three of them together, and he wrote, First Class Basketball. Now, Tom Brady's in town for this year's Capital One's The Match. This is a 12-hole exhibition that will take place today, 3.30 at the Wynn Las Vegas Golf Course. Tom Brady will partner with Aaron Rodgers to face Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. You can watch that today, TNT at 3.30. That was really cool that he went to the game. I know more most people were focused on him being there than the game at one point. And so um, I think he ended up leaving a little bit early, but that was just amazing. Did you watch that game? I, the, the, the Aces are on fire right now. That's oh, my seven, gosh. Seven in a row. They've won. There was one shot that, that Kelsey Plum took where she just... She was uh, being guarded. She just took a step back into three-point territory and just effortlessly, whoosh. I was like, that that needs to be a Sports Center highlight. That was so cool. Well, co- uh, Coach Becky Hammond was was telling the ladies, just shoot the ball. Just shoot. Yeah. Just shoot. That's what we're going to do. Shoot the ball. And they've been doing that, and they're they're unstoppable right now. Connecticut was in first place until last night because the Aces knocked them out of first they place. They looked so good. If you want to see them, they'll play again uh, against Connecticut again. Tomorrow night is their next game here in town. Now, this story broke on Monday. Matthew Morrison, does everyone remember him from Glee? He played Will Schuster. The teacher, yeah. Yeah. He's one of the judges on So You Think You Can Dance. And he was fired as a judge on the current season. And they say that he violated competition protocols. So Matthew said in a statement, after filming the audition rounds and completing the selection of the 12 finalists, I did not follow competition production protocols, preventing me from being able to judge the competition fairly. This was Monday. Now, today, sources close to the show are revealing more details. This comes from people, and their sources claim that Matthew was inappropriately messaging a female contestant. And they say that they didn't have relations, but he reached out to her through flirty direct messages on social media. She felt uncomfortable with his line of comments, went to producers, who then got Fox involved and said, you know what, you got to step away from the show. Yeah, that's you got to keep that professional relationship if you're acting as a judge. Yeah. Good for them for for stepping in on that. Now, this show, it airs tonight. A couple more episodes with Matthew in it because they filmed a bunch. But once they get, I think, to the live rounds, that's when we'll see a new judge should be in his spot. Now, Harry Styles, as it was, is back at the number one spot. In this world, it's just us. Check this one out. Harry Styles has four of the top ten songs in the charts. As It Was is number one. Late Night Talking is number four. Music for a Sushi Restaurant is number eight. And then Matilda is number nine. Great album. That, that Yesterday you were asking about the new uh, single. It's that Late Night Talking. Uh, late Night Talking. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what... Uh, I've been hearing, and I've been hearing it on, you know, it, it is starting to get played. It's more, already out there? So, yeah. Check this out as well with Harry Styles. He is the first British solo artist um, to chart as many as four songs in the Hot 100's Top 10 at the same time. And all 13 songs from his new albums, Harry's House, are in the Top 30. Harry Styles on fire right now. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1635. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning! Welcome! 
to the show. Happy June 1st. It's the first of the month, guys. Welcome to the month. Hopefully you said rabbit, rabbit when you woke up for good luck for the month. And if you didn't, it's not too late. You have all day to do it. Yeah, exactly. It is uh, just gorgeous outside this morning. Perfect way to get the month kicked off. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. How you doing? I'm good. I got my rabbit, rabbit. And this is something I never said until you started doing it. And you told me about it. And in every first of the month, I don't say it. I think of you saying it. And it hit me when I was in the shower this morning. Um, it's funny because I th- say it and then I think of you thinking of me <laughs> saying it. Because <laughs> you won't ever say that you'll say it. You only say you will think of I me think saying, of you saying it. I think of you saying it. I think, oh, Mercedes is saying rabbit rice. So I do think of it every single first of the month. And I was in the shower. So that would have been, I get up at 3 o'clock. That would have been probably about 3.05 or so. Take the dog out, make the bed. So 3.05, I'm in the shower. Doing my thing. It's Wednesday to Truths and Lies, the first of the month. It's for the first of the month. Mercedes is saying rabbit rabbit. That's right. That's right. Every first of the month for good luck. I, you know, they're with the months I forget. Something something bad happens. So I just make sure I try to say it consistently. It's a know? fun show tradition as well. <laughs> it is six oh one. I was just uh we were talking earlier yesterday. My daughter had her graduation. We went to the graduation and it was uh, a beautiful ceremony, surprisingly short, just over an hour. It was like Boom, boom, boom. They just knocked it out. I think because my daughter's gradu- graduating class, it was smaller than most high schools. Oh. But then this morning, I was looking at the graduations today. So I want to shout out some of the high schools that are graduating today. Arborview is graduating today. Um, Coronado, Desert Pines, Durango. Looks like we have um, Legacy is graduating today. Uh Preparatory Institute School for Academic uh, Excellence at Charles One West Hall, West Prep, uh, is graduating today. And then we also have Shadow Ridge High School, Silverado High School, uh, all having big graduations today. So congratulations to everybody. Was Sophie able to keep her capping down? Yes, we purchased it. Oh, um, yeah, they, we had to buy it from that Justin's company. So that yeah, we have that still. And then so I I, I was up until I was watching in and out some of the speeches, some really good speeches too, by the way. And then when Sophie walked out there on stage, got her diploma, I stopped I stopped watching. They finished up the rest of the kids, and then boom, boom, thank you for coming. Have a great day, everybody. There was I think one more speech after that, and then yeah, they had them turn their tassels to the other side. Oh yeah, that's right. It was really sweet. And then the the most stressful part, and if anyone has a student student graduating today, I highly suggest you do this. Most of the kids are, well, they tell the kids not to take their phones with them. Some of them, of course, don't listen, but your kid gives you their phone. You have no way to contact them after the ceremony to try to find them. And it is a wild goose chase. Like you just see people trying to find each other. So my recommendation is ahead of time before you drop them off you say let's meet at this spot after the ceremony pick a spot so you can all go there i wish i would have done that with sophie because we're walking around like i had her phone it didn't matter if i texted her i was just like trying to find her and then finally i see her from a distance i was like like we're trying to find each other so pick a meeting spot that you will all kind of congregate at after the ceremony it makes things so much easier that is the best piece of advice <laughs> add to the fact too that all the kids are wearing the same cap and gown yeah it's so is hard that, to no, that's see not so big. Oh. Oh, that's not oh that's not that's not oh that is imagine the chaos and you want to find your kid 
afterwards to get those photos and do the whole thing, the big hugs and everything. And you're sitting there searching high and low. Yeah. Very, very good piece of advice. Please just do that ahead of time. Say this is where we're going to meet. So that was a, that's a the one bit of advice that I can give to anyone who's experiencing graduation today or in the next couple of days. But yeah, just really beautiful uh, yesterday. I tell you, the Orleans Arena, man, and I know some of the, the graduations are over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, but they have that. It is a well old machine. You get in there, and they're like, "Okay, parents, this way, graduates that way," and then you come out. They're like, "Okay, go down there, meet your graduate." Like we were just, it was just so smooth. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Did they toss their caps in the air when, when it was all said and done? No, we thought they would, but they don't. They don't really do that anymore. I think one, they worry about anyone getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Two, not finding their caps. So no, they did not do that. I remember at UNLV for graduation, we threw them up in the air, but I didn't want to lose mine, so I kind of faked through it, and then one landed next to me, and I threw that one back up in the air. Oh, that's a smart so thing I, to I, do. I, I did toss one in the air, just was not mine when I tossed mine at, at UNLV graduation. I did the fake throw, too. I just went, woo, but I kept it in my hands. Because <laughs> I didn't want to save, too. Yeah, that's I didn't want to lose it. Piece of history right there. Let's talk about today's show. Katy Perry, she's back with her residency at Resorts World, and we have your tickets twice this morning, 7.40 and 9.40. Those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. It's Wednesday mornings. We have two truths and a lie, and we'll do that at 6.30. And we also have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Halsey wins the battle with her record label. Doing this to your coffee can help you live longer. And a new drink that will uh, make things start out on a sour note. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending? On Mix 94.1. Halsey is trending this morning. So the singer, we told you last week, said her record label was preventing her from releasing a new song until they achieved a viral marketing moment. Well, her video talking about that went viral. And Halsey asked if they plan on releasing the single now. Well, it looks like Halsey got what she wanted because her new single, So Good, will come out next week. Her label, Capitol Records, posted on social media yesterday saying, At Halsey, we love you and are here to support you. We are committing to a release of So Good on June 9th, 2022. They added, we are an artist first company that encourages open dialogue. We have nothing but a desire to help each one of our artists succeed and hope that we can continue to have these critical conversations. You tell me without this drama last week that there's a a new Halsey song coming out next week. Cool. Looking forward to hearing it. Now with everything involved, the buzz, the back and forth, her pulling the curtain back on record labels and how they operate, I can't wait to hear this song. Well, I'm. We have. I have a, a call with a, her record label today. And we're going to hear it for the first time. They're going to play it for us. So we get to hear it. And uh, I'll, I'll let you know what I think. But now I'm starting to wonder if maybe this was the whole point of it in the first place. Like she I'm wondering, did, do you think maybe she and the record label said, hey, let's do this. We'll pretend we're holding it. You put out a thing. Everyone will start talking about it. The hype for this will be like so insane. Everyone's going to want to hear it because you're right. If it was just like the loud to hear this song. I know. We, we kind of. Were we just played? Oh, boy. I, 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 I bet you were asking a question. Did we just play? That's such a song. No, uh, were we, we just played, played for fools? I, I don't know because we talked about that last week and we went back and forth on this. And to think the record label, I think. It, the record labels, they look like bad guys in this whole situation. But I don't think they care. Do I don't. I really don't think they care. I think that's the whole point. Like, they'll take the bullets the, for, for them. A devious plan for them to be bad guys? Yeah, I think that's the whole point. It's like, they're, 
they're there to do that. They're there to be the bad guys and make their artists look like the good guys. Because is anyone going to protest Capitol Records over this? I'm not going to buy any albums from Capitol Records. We're still going to buy an album or song from Capitol Records because it's your favorite artist is putting an album through a record or a song through Capitol Records. I don't know. It's pretty genius they did. Yeah, either way, there's a lot of hype behind it. And uh, if you decide you're not going to listen to anyone on Capitol Records, there's a lot of artists you won't be listening to because of a ton of artists. And how do you know, too? I mean, I, I'm in the business. I, I couldn't tell you who's on Capitol Records. Yeah, I don't know. I only know just because I've been working on the music now, like who's on Capitol mm -hmm. Records. But um, I could I could look at some of our sheets right now and just go down the list and tell you exactly who's on Capitol R Records. Uh, that would take forever, though, because there's a lot of people on Capitol <laughs> Records I'm looking at now. Um, so anyway, uh, also trending this morning, uh, coffee is trending. A new study says that a spoonful of sugar to a cup of coffee could be the key to a longer life. Scientists have found that coffee drinkers are at a lower risk of death than non-coffee drinkers. But those who like the drink sweet are even less likely to die. Check this out. So they followed a group of adults for an average of seven years, and they found people who drank between one and a half to three cups of three and a half cups of coffee uh, were likely less likely to die during that time in comparison to those who did not um, drink any coffee. People who drank any amount of unsweetened coffee were up to twenty one percent less likely to die than those who did not drink coffee. But those who like their coffee sweet were 31% less likely to die than non-coffee drinkers in the follow-up period as they kept their coffee consumption between one and a half and three cups daily. But they they added, on average, a spoonful of sugar, and that's what helped them live longer than non-coffee drinkers and coffee drinkers that didn't sweeten their coffee. Here's my teeth. Thinking of it, I just do black coffee. I've been that way for about 10 years now. I couldn't see myself going back to the sugar. Just, ew. I, I do sugar-free Red Bull. If I drink a regular Red Bull, oh, I taste the difference. I don't like it at all. I, I don't think I can make the switch to adding sugar. Nor do I want sugar in my coffee. I like it black. I, I'm not really a fan of uh, the sugar in there. But you do like your Frappuccinos, and that's I got do. a ton of sugar. I'm getting one this Probably afternoon. Probably more than one spoonful, I'm guessing. So oh, maybe yes, that does. makes up for all the other <laughs> black coffee that you've had. Can you just add it up and say, like, okay, I had two cups of black coffee. I'm having this one, and it all evens out in the end. I'm getting one this afternoon, and I'm I'm literally counting down the hours until I get it. Yeah, I'm so, so you're, looking forward you're to getting it. coffee and sugar, plenty of it. <laughs> um, and then finally, this morning, Mountain Dew is trending. They were trending last week, and it's just because like their their fan base is so loyal. I had no idea. Um, we talked about the dedication of Mountain Dew fans, but are you this dedicated? Would you be willing to try their latest concoction, which is pickle flavored? There aren't many details on this yet other than they're coming out with a pickled flavored Mountain Dew, which is supposedly a sour sweet compliment to Southern barbecue. It's one of several new flavors that are being tested at Mountain Dew's new outpost in Tennessee. And if it does do well, it could be released nationwide. Other Mountain Dew flavors that are being tested there include apple cinnamon, uh, elderberry Mountain Dew, huckleberry Mountain Dew, and s'mores Mountain Dew. We're taking it too far. Like, this is just getting ridiculous. I get it. Like, the 
you know, the nitro kind or whatever that blue one was that we talked about last week. But pickles and apple cinnamons and s'mores. Now, I think this is way too much. And again, going back, I didn't realize there were that many different flavors of Mountain Dew. I just thought we had the one. Maybe they surge or something else, a little extra caffeine boost or something. Just so many different things that go into it. I'd be willing to taste them, though, for a try Tuesday. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> Have fun. Me. Not me. The first ever solo JC on Try yeah. Tuesday. That's what's trending. It is Wednesday, so we have coming up here in about 10 minutes, two truths and one lie. It's a blast doing this. Are you ready for this morning? I am somewhat ready. I actually forgot to write <laughs> one of these, so I am going to be scrambling here. Uh, maybe I'll just do it off the cuff. Who knows? But yeah, two truths and a lie. Two of us are going to be telling you the truth. One of us is going to be lying. Who is doing what? Can you tell? We're going to talk about it and play Two Truths and One Lie coming up next. The game is Two Truths and a Lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is a good game, and it is Wednesday, so that means we are playing Two Truths and One Lie. If you don't know how it works, it's easy. Two of us are telling the truth about something. One of us is the liar. Can you tell who is lying? It's not as easy as you may think. You can watch us as we live stream right now. We're on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. Maybe you can tell by the way we look when we're talking, when we're lying. Do we kind of look around? Are we maintaining eye contact? There's a lot of little tells that you can pick up on. So we have predetermined. We've all drawn during the commercial break and during the song on who's going to do what. So you guys got your assignments? Yes. You guys are all set? We fool each other, too. There's some weeks where I, I can't know. tell who's, who's doing what. So you I, guys are good. I'm genuinely surprised some of the time. So, um, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, kick things off. You know what? I'll go first. I, right. I don't think I've gone first in a long time. Mine is short, sweet, to the point. Oh, let me get your time. You have 30 seconds. Okay. okay. I'm going to get wrap-up music, and you start now. I won't even need the 30 seconds. In fact, I'll just ask, how are you guys doing today? Great. Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, here it is. I have never, ever... Eaten at Del Taco. I've never eaten there before. Uh, that's I've I don't know why. Nothing against Del Taco, but I was thinking about that yesterday as we were driving past a Del Taco. I'm like, I've never eaten at a Del Taco in my entire life, and uh, no reason, no rhyme or reason. That's just the truth. Hmm. Have we done comparisons on the air between Taco Bell and Del Taco? My and... kids, you guys brought them a taco from Del Taco. But sure, sure. Yeah, I, I remember. I never I remember had the, hot, a... the hot sauce incident Th- with Brooklyn. Was, oh, you oh, know what? I don't, Lord. Even, I don't even think Del Taco was one of them. I think it was like Taco Bell, Jack no, it in was. the Box. I went and got him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there was uh, there was no Del Taco for me. I'll tell you that much. Not even prior to that, even in college. Never. Well, there's there was no Del Taco in Colorado growing up. When I moved here, I never really bothered to. My my husband, on the other hand, is a huge fan of Del Taco. I guess they make egg burritos, and he loves them. That's he loves just, them. It's so hard to believe because we have, they're a client of ours. Then a sales rep will come and, hey, there's Del Taco here. They'll come to our studio. Yes, here, you get some Del Taco. So it's really hard for me to think that you either, either maybe pass it up. Or just not even a try, like, oh, let me try a fry or something Do you ever see me eating any of the food that's brought in here, though? (laughs) Let's just be honest. I don't. I'm not going with current day Mercedes. Probably the last time I had fast food was 15 years ago. (laughs) I mean, seriously, we don't eat fast food. That's our thing. I'm not not debating current day Mercedes. I'm going back to college days, Mercedes. I'm going back to your early 20s and stuff. I'm going out more and partying and stuff. I'm going back to those days. That's what stuns me. Current day Mercedes, yeah, you eat very healthy. I'm going back to... 
younger, younger Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah, unhealthy Mercedes. <laughs> our partying days. We didn't care what we aged. We, yeah, metabolism was much higher in our 20s. I, so, I, I mean, you name it. I've probably been there. I've been to McDonald's. I've been to Burger King. I've been to Taco Bell. I've been to Jack in the Box. I've been to all of those places, but never Del Taco. Huh. So right. There you go. There you go. Interesting. All right. Who's up next? I'll go next. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. I've had Del Taco. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, let me get the timer. Where does right. it go? And it starts now. So I have worked from Mix 94.1 from 97 to 2001, and then from 05 to current day. And in between, I almost worked for a second mix station, Mix 107, ah, 107.3 or 107.5 in Washington, D.C. There was a morning show in there, the Jack Diamond Morning Show, and Jack and I had an interview for me to come over and be his producer. It was a really nice conversation. This would have been in 2003. It was a great conversation. And, but then when he asked if we wanted to proceed further with more discussions with the station, I said, you know what? I'm going to stay where I'm at. Why? Well, why? Okay. This is the first I've ever heard of this. Why did you turn him down? It was over a cup of coffee, too. It wasn't a big, like, here's a contract. It was, yeah. would you be interested? And we hit it off. And then he said, you want to proceed? I'm like, eh, I'm good. Uh, because I realized at that point, I wanted to come back here. And me making a move would just be a lateral move in Washington, D.C., starting over at a different station. Did I want to go through all of that when I knew the end game? The goal was to get back here. Laura and I had just started dating. Things were really good. Um, so it, was, it would just be this lateral move that I, I felt would have distracted me from my end game of getting back here to Las Vegas. What was the, uh, I guess, position before you or um what was happening with the producer before that didn't made you realize them realize like, hey, maybe we want to bring you in? What was I, going on with them? I went there to 2001 is when I moved to D.C. and we were their competitor and we and they were the number one station in Washington, D.C. And we, we took it to them. We really, really tried hard to beat them. We could never beat them, but we took it to them. And that's, I think, when I kind of popped out. Their old producer who left and went on to do his own morning show, his name is Bert. He's the one that made the connections for me and Jack Diamond and just, yeah, super nice dude. Again, a cup of coffee, very low key and. He's like, do you want to proceed? I'm like, ah, you know what? I think I'm good. I appreciate it. Mm. We've been to DJ school before, and we see Jack Diamond. I know Jack Diamond. And I remember we were in a lounge with him, you, me, and Jocelyn, and you didn't say two words to him. He was with Jimmy Alexander, too, his other producer. You didn't say two words to Mm -hmm. him. I did. I did. I walked over. If you guys are really like, oh, coffee buddies. Buddy, buddy. Why would you be like, what's up, Jack? You didn't say a word to him. I said goodbye that night because I remember they were in some kind of intense conversation because I walked in and I saw them talking no, together. No, he took a picture of us. They were not in intense. Well, that picture left. of you, me, and Jocelyn, that was taken by Jack Diamond. <laughs> was it really? Yes. Jack took it? Yes. What bridge did you burn, JC? No, I remember okay. like I remember saying that that night, but they seemed like they were having an intense conversation. Mm. I did say goodbye to them or hi to them. I did say hi to them that night. Absolutely. Oh, well, let's see. Is yeah. JC telling the truth or is he lying? Did we just catch him in a lie? You right. will be the judge. And I don't think he's there anymore i think jack left radio oh did he i oh. think so so we won't see him this upcoming boot camp he wasn't he hasn't been there the past couple of years he was in there last year at least okay well when we see him and we see him again you would say hi because you don't know him. <laughs> <Liar>. <laughs> all right steph you're up all 30 right. seconds on the clock two okay. truths and one lie count me down go uh so i went to the dentist about 2000 and nine right when i graduated high school and they were telling me hey steph you actually have like a discolorment on your front tooth did you get into a fight or what did you do because there's trauma to your tooth and i'm thinking back i'm like i don't know the last time i've never been into a fight before and i started remembering summer that a few months ago i was playing chicken with my friend on in the pool and she did a like an uppercut and she slammed my tooth. And so now I have a discolorment from my friend who played chicken with me. And I still have it to this day. 
I just never took care of it. Wait, the, okay. First, it was in 2009, and yes. then it was just a few, a months, a few ago? months ago. Yes. So the summer, that summer, I was I went to the dentist. It was like August, and then a couple months prior, like May, June, right when we graduated high school, I was playing chicken, and then she knocked my tooth out up. And it was pain a little bit, and then I went to the dentist, and they're like, "Hey, you got this discolorment on your tooth." Who was uh, who was your bottom? And chicken. <laughs> Justin, my best friend Justin. Okay, quick response. Okay, <laughs> who was uh, who was her bottom? Shavaye, my other friend. So the mm. the guys were at the bottom, the muscular guys, and then me and my friend Matt were playing chicken, and then ah. Hit my tooth. <laughs> I never took care of it. I need to go to. I need to get a root canal, is what they said. But it doesn't hurt. That was two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. It has been thirteen years. Yep. I I don't feel like the timelines are matching up on this one. Uh-huh. I, I feel like we have multiple liars in this round. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me questions. Go. So, has the tooth been fixed? Is it still? Can you still see it? Yeah, you can still see Let's it, see in, it. S- in pictures. You'll see I like can't some see lighting. It. I think you get it close to the camera. Okay. It's a grayish look. There's a camera. So this tooth, the right one, is the more gray one. I look, they look beautiful to me. Thank you. They look Thank fine. you. Did you have braces? Or you have nice teeth. I did have braces, but I never wore my retainer. I was really bad after I got braces. Uh, I didn't wear my retainer. I saw your prom picture. You were wearing braces yep. in your prom picture. Yep. It's so cute. 2009, huh? Yeah. Summer of 2009. How old were you then? 18. 18 at a pool 18. party? Yeah, I'm having a pool party this Friday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's telling the truth and who is lying? (laughs) They're going to play chicken, too. 702-364-9400. Can you identify the liar in this group? Of misfits. 702 364. <laughs> I really think we're all lying today. I don't even Nine, believe myself. <laughs> I, lived it. I know, right? Is our number. You can call us, you can text us, uh, you can also comment on Facebook. It looks like Frank says, My guess is going to be JC um, as far as the liar goes on this one. Uh, let's get, go to the text lines. This one says, uh, Oh my gosh, it's got to be Mercedes. You've got to try the shrimp tacos if you are telling the truth, which I doubt. <laughs> this one says, Michael. Steph is the liar on this one. Uh, This one says, I think JC is lying on this. He would have talked about this before. He always tells us about Billy Bush. (laughs) Because I did work with Billy Bush. I know. And you tell us that, but you never told us the Jack Diamond Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, This one is from Steph. She says, I think Steph is also the liar. Uh, Let's go to the phones really quick. Let's talk to Sebastian. Sebastian, who do you think is lying? Stephanie, way too much hesitation. There was some hesitation, yeah. yeah. And the timelines weren't really matching up. Okay, let's do the reveal here. Let's let's figure out who was telling the truth and who was lying. Truth teller number one. It's me. We've never had Del Taco. Just get them down here immediately. I've never been there. We need to do a try it Tuesday. Yes. What's what's the try? Tacos? Yes. The chicken soft tacos. Are my favorite. Well, we're my favorite. I haven't been in a while. But I know, I've heard they have really good French fries. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, so they have tacos and French fries. Yes. You have to try the French fries, Mercedes. If you don't try tacos, you have to try the fries. They're really good. And they have, um. what are the fries called? Not waffle fries. Crinkle cut. Crinkle yes. cut. Yes. Yes. I've mm-hmm. seen them. I've seen them. Just never had them before. So, yes. My deprived life. Never had <laughs> Del Taco. What kind of life were you living, <laughs> <No>. Mercedes? <laughs> All right. Truth teller number Uh-oh. two. Oh, Rotten Tooth and Jack Diamond here. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Uh, let's see here. Ta-da! Oh, 
It was true. It was just a cup of coffee. I mean, it was nothing like we sat down and signed contracts. It was a nice cup of coffee in Georgetown. Nice conversations about radio. We hit it off. He asked if I want to proceed with more discussions. I said, you know what? Appreciate the conversation. Appreciate the coffee because he bought. But I'm going to stay where I'm at at Z104 in Washington, D.C. It's funny, though, because I do remember we were in the lounge with him and you were just kind of like, looking at him you didn't really say anything i was like oh what's going on (laughs) i did say goodbye to him that night because i was was flying home that night he's bitter Uh, you didn't didn't go to his show (laughs) yeah maybe maybe which means yes i'm the liar toothless joe here (laughs) but it is true i do have a gray discolored tooth they think it's from when i got my braces off that it was just too rough on my tooth so i still do need to get a root canal i but i am 13 years later i just it doesn't bother me and it's a uh, something that i just i need to get prioritized is my teeth you've yeah. embraced it and i never even noticed yeah, it never i still can't it. see it you say you have this discoloration i don't even Aww. see it at all well there's times where the lighting you'll see it and we're like whoa girl is there a tooth there or what <laughs> no, it's not that bad but also the lost art of a good chicken fight yeah. those are a lot of fun a <laughs> lot of fun are, those are fun a lot of fun oh that was fun well steph was a liar this week there you go and yeah there there the thing i noticed about you steph you kept looking up ah, yes. up, like you were trying to come up with more ideas I was like, hmm, what else can I say? Uh, I'll take a fight. Add to it. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about the weather and how that makes us more or less productive at work. What is the most productive weather for us to work in? We'll talk about that. Also, if you are limping around today, you are definitely not alone. We'll tell you why so many more people are doing that. And we're going to talk about uh, the next supply chain shortage. Wait until you hear what experts are saying we're going to run short on coming up. Uh, And this is not good with more people going to this place. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 56% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fees. 73% of Americans say the weather outside can affect how productive we are at work, even if you work a desk job. So what does perfect working weather look like? Well, according to a new survey, it's slightly cool outside with clear blue skies. So I'd say like right now... Is this right? It's only 58 degrees out there right now? Well, it seems chilly. It seems warmer than that. That's a little chilly, but that's what it's saying on my little app here. That's that's kind of crazy. Anyway, that would be perfect weather because it's it's slightly cool and it looks, you know, clear blue skies, skies over here. I stepped outside for a second to get something from my car. And it's refreshing out there. It's nice. It's, it's nice really to st- nice. Step outside and get some fresh air during the show. It's, it's a nice little treat. Uh, this one says 68 degrees on my app. So anyway, um, the top... People were asked to name the top weather conditions that make them productive and least productive. So the top five that boost productivity are cool temperatures, blue skies, warm temperatures, partly cloudy skies, and light rain. The top five that make us less productive are heavy rain, thunder, temperatures below freezing, snow, and when it is way too hot out. So basically here in the summer. <laughs> yeah, July and August in Las Vegas were unproductive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I just, I actually wish we got more thunderstorms here. We don't get enough thunderstorms. We used to get them all the time in Colorado in the summer. Mm-hmm. I, and I loved thunderstorms. I just, uh, I can't tell you the last time we had one here. Like a nice summer afternoon thunderstorm. Yeah. They would just, they would roll through. They would hit you really hard. Last maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But then they would, they would clear out, and then the clear skies would follow them a lot of times in the, in the Northeast. And there was something about the, the treat, especially later in the afternoon, too, because it's a sunny day. It's hot outside. The clouds get dark. Things cool off. It's a cool thing to watch when you're a kid, except for your friend who got struck by lightning. Willie? Willie. Wow, you have a good memory. Willie got struck by lightning, Oof. knocked him off his feet, and <laughs> knocked one of his shoes off. Only one, though. The other one was fine. So that's why there's, sometimes you see one shoe in the road. Yeah. Someone got struck by lightning in the area, and they forgot a, to get the shoe. That's got to be it. <laughs> Think of Willie when that happens. Willie! With a name like Willie, you're going to get struck by lightning. It's just going to happen. <laughs> also this morning, if you are limping around today, you are not alone. Three in four Americans have recently suffered an injury while working out. And a new study suggests that the pandemic is to blame. Nearly seven in ten adults actually abandoned their fitness routines during the pandemic. So they're rusty when they start working out again. So a lot of people are getting injured because it's been a while since they had their workout routine going. The last uh, would be just, I heard myself stretching a couple weeks ago, pulled a muscle stretching. Like, isn't that you're supposed to do the complete opposite when you stretch? 
loosen up muscles. I just, I think I stretched too hard. I pulled something. Yeah, but you got to kind of ease into <laughs> you can't it go all instead. In. I, the last time I uh, injured myself, I'm trying to think, I uh, was doing uh, thrusters with two dumbbells and I went... I did the squat and then I pushed it up and then when I brought it back down I hit the dumbbells on the top of my head. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> that was fun. Okay, fi- <laughs> finally this morning. Um are you one of those people who can't watch a movie at a theater without ordering popcorn? Well, brace yourself because the Wall Street Journal is reporting that movie theater chains are worried that supply chain issues may lead to a popcorn shortage later this summer. An executive from a popcorn supplier says supply will be tight. Partially because they're having to pay farmers more to keep growing popcorn rather than switching to more lucrative crops like soybeans. If the shortfall happens, it could really hurt theaters already dealing with staffing issues and inflation. They they need the profit from concessions. And it isn't just the popcorn itself. Theaters are also struggling to get the special bags for popcorn with the, the sheen linings that keep butter from seeping out. Of course, even if theaters are able to keep the kernels popping, the this could mean that they're going to have to charge more for it. Like they're not like it's not already expensive. No, do you sneak in? Yeah, yeah. I, we bring stuff. I not popcorn. And when we went and saw Top Gun, we had our greeting, and my husband's like, "Are you taking a big purse?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he goes, "Can you put this in there?" So he gives me a box of red vines, and then my daughter's like, "Can we share a bag of M and M's?" So then I put that in there, <laughs> and then my, I didn't know this, but I love Swedish fish. <laughs> my husband got me a box. He's like, "I'll put some Swedish fish in there for you too." So the movie starts. We're all like <laughs> opening our stuff. That's the thing too. I like to sneak in a, a sugar-free Red Bull, and you have to pop that thing open. Oh. Tss. Yeah, it's so loud. It can be a loud scene during the movie, too. Fight scene in Top Gun or something. It's still, it's, in my ears, it's the only thing I can hear. Like, ah, they're going to get me on this one. Well, is it technically not allowed? Are you not allowed to bring stuff in? Because I've never seen any signs that say you're not allowed to bring outside food or drink. I see people who will bring in, like, Subway sandwiches that they bought in the <laughs> in the food court. Oh, someone, oh, my husband just texted me. They had a sign up at Red Rock last night because they went and saw Top Gun oh, again they, last yeah. night. Oh, okay, I take that back. So I don't encourage it. Sorry. <laughs> did Billie Eilish's boyfriend cheat on her? Details at 7.15. Number one song in the country, as it was by Harry Styles. It is Mix 94.1, 703. Steph, I find this so hard to believe just because you guys are always so happy and, and so just always seem to get along. But you and James actually got into an argument about something that sounds kind of silly. Yeah, we do. We have our little moments. Um, And yesterday was one of them. On Friday, I was telling you guys we we're going to have like a little pool party, just a small get together. We're going to grill some burgers. And James is the good. He's the grill guy. He's the one that grills the burgers. And he and I usually will grill burgers by ourselves. And what we do by ourselves is I prep the sauces for him. I do all the little extra stuff just to make his life easier. So he's like, all right, let's do the same thing for Friday. Like, let's prep the sauces. We have our mustard. We have our ketchup. We have our mayo for everyone to do. Um, And then I was like, well, why don't we just have our guests do it? Why do we have to do it? Because that kind of takes a little bit too much from the party. I'm going to be the one kind of entertaining while you cook. He goes, no, 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 no. We want to make sure that the sauces are right and the burger is up. It goes on the burger before we give it to them so it doesn't fall apart. I'm like, wait, that doesn't really make sense because it'll get soggy. 
What if they don't eat it right away? What if they're in the pool? They got to dry off. We just we just got to let them do it. So we're going back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, you're the chef. You do what you want. But I, I think when we get to the day, there's going to be some tequila shots going. And he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Just do the sauces. Wait, you guys <laughs> put the sauce on for people before they eat? This is the first time I've ever heard James say this. No, you can't. See? So, so I don't want someone to put the sauce on. They don't know how much I like. So what if I don't like it? What if I don't want sauce? Hmm. You're Team Steph on this one. Yes, right? I'm Team Steph. Okay. JC? Oh, yeah. I want to sauce my own stuff. You had um, you had barbecue and uh, pulled pork at your place yeah. on Sunday? Yeah, I wanted to put my own sauce. They pointed out, here's the barbecue sauce. The first go around, I put a lot of sauce on it. Second go around, I want light sauce. I wasn't feeling a lot of sauce second go around. I, I, I want to sauce my own burger. Same with fixings and stuff. If you, if you want cheese, you tell me you want cheese, you want the cheese to melt on top of the burger. Yeah. But as far as I want lettuce, tomato, I'll put that on myself. I can take care of that stuff. You just give me the meat. That's James' job as the, the chef. He's the meat guy. He's the meat guy. He's not the sauce guy. Okay. So this is where I'll kind of, we settled the debate. Send him this audio. James, no sauce. He's listening. Yes. He, I told him, I'm like, you better be listening because we're going to settle the debate we had what, yesterday. What, he's doing barbecue sauce? What kind of sauce is he putting on him? A1? What's he putting on him? No, ketchup, mayo, or mustard. Oh, I'd be livid if someone put mayo on my burger. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no, wait, what? Why did you? No, 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 no sauces. You can't determine what people like on their burger. It's Everyone is so different. But to James's credit, he was going to ask. There's only like five of them coming. So, oh, so it's okay. Like, do you want ketchup and mayo mixed or just ketchup by itself? So he he's a, such an over-the-top guy. He loves to host. I, I do give him that credit. But I'm like, hey, babe. We got to relax a little bit. You're doing so much already. We're getting all this stuff for them. We might as well just at least give them the credit to do their own sauces. There's a lot of pressure if you're the saucer, too. I was at Porta Subs last night, and I love the mayo-mustard mix there. And so I told the guy, give me lots of mayo and mustard. He does one scoop, a little bit more. Second scoop, a little bit more. Third scoop, like, eh, a little bit more. I don't want to put James through that. Give me the sauces and I'll sauce up my burger. It's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of sauce. He was a light saucer. Three scoops. He was a light. I just li- picture like scoops of ice cream. <laughs> scoop. <laughs> scoop. Oh my gosh. He was a light saucer. And then he points out there's a hole in the bread. He's like, there's a little little cavity in the bread. I think the uh, sauce is falling in. I'm like, dude, you're a light saucer. Put that sauce on there, man. Oh my gosh. Who knew you had so much sauce? Oh, I love the, the mayo mustard mix at Porta Subs. I could drink that stuff. It is I, so good. You want I sandwich? feel myself gagging right now. <laughs> you want a sandwich with that mayo? Yes. <laughs> oh. What kind of sandwich do you want? I'll take the mayo mustard. <laughs> that's that's a lot of sauce. It is a lot of sauce. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a commercial like, I got the sauce? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I got the sauce, or you got the sauce. There was a song about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that before. (laughs) Coming up here in the dirt, did Billie Eilish's boyfriend cheat on her? Details in 10 minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Billie Eilish is now single. This is according to her former boyfriend, Matthew. Matthew confirmed Tuesday that he and Billie have broken up. This after there were rumors floating around on social media that he cheated on her. So he posted on his Instagram stories saying, Nobody cheated on anyone. Relationships end. Simple as that. Creating rumors and lying on the internet is dangerous. Matthew was getting a lot of heat from Billy's fans, and he added the fact that thousands of people take time out of their day to write the most heinous things on someone they will never know posts is the most cowardly thing you can do. The most what thing? Uh, they, um, 
on someone cowardly thing. Oh, cowardly. I was like, Carolly thing. I'm like, is that like an. Don't I misspeak? I'm sorry. It, no, you. No, I think I heard you wrong. Oh. I, I, I was thinking, like, oh, is that what we're calling? Like, is Carol the new Karen? I'm like, that's such a Carolly thing to do. Cowardly thing. But yeah, so I guess there's rumors that, that, that he had cheated on her, but he's saying, no, it didn't happen. Then her fans, they went after the guy. Yeah, her fans are very protective, which I love, but also we should probably get the facts first. Before you go after the guy. Now, there have been a few records set on Isaac this year. Kendrick Lamar broke the record for the most first-day streams for an album released on the platform in 2022. Harry Styles broke the record for the most first-day streams for a pop album in 2022 in just two hours. He did that with Harry's House. And then BTS broke Apple Music's record for the biggest radio show in 2022. We talked about this Tuesday. They they are releasing a limited series leading up to the new album, which is coming out this month. So you listened to that first one. He said it was really good. Oh, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I mean, they just gave you some background behind the songs that they picked. And um, I just I, th- I thought it was really cool to hear them talk about it. Did you watch their appearance in Washington, D.C.? They met with the president? Yeah. Well, it was on while I was at my daughter's graduation, so I didn't see it live. But afterwards, <laughs> I, I saw it. People were texting me. They're like, they're, they're at the White House. I'm like, I'm at my daughter's graduation. I can't watch it right now. <laughs> Mercedes is secretly screaming. It's not good job, Sophie. Congratulations. <laughs> Here is what RM had to say at the one of the things he had to say at the White House. Hi, we're BTS, and it is a great honor to be invited to the White House today to discuss the important issues of anti-Asian hate crimes, Asian inclusion, and diversity. Yeah, and then all the guys spoke, and and they, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I was, uh, I really enjoyed seeing them there. Yeah, it's a neat thing. Such cool dudes. Tom Brady was front and center last night to see our Las Vegas Aces defeat. The Connecticut Sun, the ladies, they've won seven in a row. The final score was 89-81. Tom Brady was with his sister and sportscaster Jim Gray. So Brady tweeted out a picture and called it first-class basketball. Tom Brady, he's in town because they have the Capital Ones, the match. This is a 12-hole exhibition that will take place today, 3.30 at Win Las Vegas. You can watch it on TNT. You have Tom Brady and his partner Aaron Rodgers facing Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be fun. It's going to be neat, yeah. Yeah. 3.30, that thing goes down. Harry Styles, as it was, is still the number one. Well, is back at number one. He has the number one song in the country. He has four of the top ten songs in the charts. As it was is number one. Late Night Talking is at number four. Music for a sushi restaurant is number eight. And then Matilda is number nine. They, uh, that song, or that album is just huge. The thing is on fire. Huge, yeah. And BTS will take him down, though, right? Well, I mean, it looks yes. like it will. They will, but I, I don't want to make any inaccurate predictions here. <laughs> <laughs> we heard about how many are coming to your house? 12? Yeah, that's just my house, too. Lou <laughs> <laughs> Harry's first, he has the number one album in the country. First week, over $500,000 in sales. The record, we talked about it Tuesday, was I think at Dell's 25 with 3.9 million sales in one week, album sales. Yeah, BTS is going to beat it. It's going to be, it's, yeah, I'm putting my money on it too, also. They'll beat it. It's just a question of how much. Will they beat Adele? So she's 3.9 million. Will BTS be over 5 million? Um, I th- I think so. Yeah. I do. I really do. I'm, I agree with you on that <laughs> one. Same here. I think so. Now, we have tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. She's back at Resorts World. Tickets for you to see her Friday night. We have those tickets coming up in about 10 minutes, 20 minutes. 
It's Halsey on Mix 94.1. New music from Halsey coming next week. She really was upset when her record company said, uh, we need you to go viral before we release your single. She called them out, went viral, and single's coming out next week. We've got some uh, details on that coming up in What's Trending in the 9 o'clock hour. It is 7.30. I feel like we've been talking about food a lot this morning. Uh, it's Del Taco in the 6 o'clock hour. Steph was just talking about her burger party that she's going to be having. So I'm going to bring up food again because I think this is really funny. Is there a food that you ate so much of as a kid that you can't even you can't even look at it anymore? You just burned yourself out on this food. And what is it? 702-364-9400. So my, my mom and my brothers are in town. My sister was here too for my daughter's graduation. And one of my brothers is staying with us, Mario. And it's so funny because I, Mario is just, he is the easiest house guest you could ever have. He's just like so low maintenance. He doesn't ask for anything. He's just like so easy. So I just, I wanted to do something for him and I'm I'm trying to you know like Mario can I get you anything do you need anything he's like I'm fine I'm fine thanks anyway um and at one point I knew that his favorite food as a kid was hot dogs he loved hot dogs he would eat probably three or four hot dogs a day damn like, a lot of hot dogs like that would be his lunch he'd have two hot dogs uh-huh. for lunch and then for dinner he'd have another two hot dogs and I was like hey do you want me to go to the store and get you some hot dogs and he looked at me all strange. He's like, what? I go, hot dogs. You know, you love your hot dogs. And he's like, oh, I can't eat hot dogs anymore. I was like, oh, what happened? You're like, dietary issue? He's like, I'm just so sick of them. That's all I ate as a kid. He cannot stand hot dogs now because of the way he ate them daily as a child. He's done. Hot dogs, done. And then he had a stomach thing, too, over the weekend? Yes, poor Mario. And now you're tr- offering to feed him the food that he can't even s- mentally stomach? I per- I didn't realize he banned hot dogs. I didn't realize that, that that was a self-imposed ban on hot dogs now. Did it just switch with him and he had a hot dog one day as an adult and he got sick? Or it's the fact that he had three hot dogs a day? And when you're a kid, you find that food you like, you eat it over and over and over. Is it because the fact that he ate so many? Or is there a switch and he has a hot dog now and it's like, ugh? No, I think it's just he ate too many and he, <laughs> he was done. His well, lifetime fill is his quote has been met. Yeah, if you have a, a quota of hot dogs, he hit that a long time ago, so now he's done. So what is the food for you? Like what did you what did you eat too much of? Maybe it wasn't as a kid, maybe just you went through a phase and now you're so sick of it. 702-364-9400. Do you have a food like that? Yes, egg salad sandwich. My mom would make me one every single day. First grade was when we start bringing our lunches. She would make it every single day. I had my lunch box. She would make it at, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time we started school. And make my sandwich. It would sit in my lunchbox all day. I'd eat it around noon. It's a miracle. I didn't get sick from it. But I remember eating them every single day and about halfway through the school year, just finally getting the courage to say to my mom, I don't like egg salad sandwiches <laughs> anymore. Done. Oh, I was I was done with them. I was I was done with them. And and I maybe since then I've had half a dozen, if that, but I would have them every single day. I loved them at first. And she thought I loved them to the point where I finally had to say enough. Enough. I, so I, then I got tuna fish after that. And I was just gonna say, I feel like I maybe went through that with tuna. Where my mom would make me a tuna sandwich every day, and I liked it at first, and then I was just like, "I'm, I'm done. I can't eat these anymore." But now I've come back around, where it's not necessarily a tuna sandwich, but once in a while I just feel like eating tuna, whether it's straight from the can mm-hmm. or just you know putting some stuff in there. 
I feel like I'm back on that one, but that one was uh that was hard for me to stomach for a while. It's funny the repetition over and over. As you're a kid, you you, you like the one thing and you keep doing it and doing it, and then as an adult, you look back. And, Ugh. Yeah, this one, uh, this text just came in. What what was your food that you just you had to do a self imposed ban? You were done with it. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. This text says ketchup. I stopped eating hamburgers and hot dogs when I was about six years old. So every time we would go to any sort of a barbecue, I would have ketchup on a bun. Uh just just the ketchup. <laughs> Ew. Uh, this one says chicken. I mean, I think I, I go through phases with chicken too because that's what I eat so much of. I just can't stomach it sometimes. Lasagna. Oh, that's a good one. This one says I'm sick of Filipino fo- food. Adobo. I man, if I if I had the opportunity to eat Filipino food more often, I'd be so happy. It's funny, all the things that people don't like sounds so good right now. I know. I'm looking at this stuff like, okay. I'll take whatever you don't want. Chicken, Filipino food sounds great right now. Um, ketchup sounds good. Ew, okay, that ketchup, only with fries, only with fries. Would you one. ever put, did your brother put ketchup on top of his hot dog? Because I've heard people say you can't do that. It's a childish thing unless you're a little kid. I like ketchup on top of a hot dog. Well, he did as a child. Yeah, can, adults can't have do to, that? I think you you graduate from you that at some point. step out of that? But you, again, you like what you like. If someone tells you, oh, you can't like this, like... Don't listen to them. Like what you like. It is. I will chuckle, though, if I see. Oh, how cute. That adult has a ketchup on their hot dog. Hey, really quick. I want to say uh, good morning to Rebecca Henline. She is graduating from Desert Pines High School today. Congratulations. What a milestone. Enjoy every second of today. It goes by so fast. It's so awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. Take photos and send them. Share your photos with us. Absolutely. Those tickets for you to see Katy Perry Friday night where Resorts World. We have them in about five minutes here. And then after that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about staycations. What are the best and worst cities for a little staycation? And where do we fall on the list? That is on the way. Also, the best time to exercise. It's different for men and women. Some new details on this study that came out. It's really fascinating. We'll talk about that. And have you heard of Swedengate? It is trending right now. The shocking fact that a lot of people just found out about Swedes that is not sitting well with them. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. Hi, Dana. Hi. You are caller 20. Thank you. Nice job going to see Katy Perry for her Las Vegas residency play over at Resorts World Theater. 
This Friday, you got your tickets. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. You had so much fun, Dana. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. And if you want to go see Katy Perry, guess what? We have more tickets. Actually, we have your tickets coming up at the 9 o'clock hour at 9.40. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. With around 29% of Americans not planning to travel for leisure this year, the uh, website Wallet Hub they released their report on the best and worst cities for staycations, um, and to identify the best spots for staying local, they compared more than 180 cities across 44 key indicators of fun-filled yet wallet-friendly staycations. Uh, things like parks per capita, restaurant meal costs, share of residents who are vaccinated, things like that, and some good news. For those of us living here in the Valley, because Las Vegas is actually number six on nice. the best cities for staycations. We ranked sixth per, uh, for parks per capita, 10th for bike rental facilities per capita, number one for hiking trails per capita, capita number one for ice cream and frozen, frozen yogurt shops per capita. Um, and number one for nightlife options per capita. The number one city, though, for staycations was Honolulu, Hawaii. That came in first place, followed by Orlando, Florida, Chicago, Illinois, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and then Portland, Maine. Then Las Vegas was right after that. The worst city for staycations? We've mentioned the city before. I just feel like it's smaller but maybe if you're from there, maybe, you know, uh, Pearl City, Hawaii was the worst city for uh, a staycation, followed by your old stomping ground, Steph. Chula Vista, California was the second to worst. Moreno Valley, California, Rancho Cucamonga, California and Oxnard, California. Your your worst cities for staycations. Have you done the true staycation here in town when you actually go check into a hotel, spend the night, enjoy the services, of the hotel? Do you guys enjoy that? Um, we've done that a couple times and we always just come back home. Same. We check in and then we stay there for a little while and then we're like, I just want to sleep at my bed. Although we did a mini staycation one day in Vegas was in town. We stayed over at Resorts World because we could walk to the venue and I got to tell you, that bed was the most comfortable hotel bed I have ever stayed in. Maybe it was just brand new, open, and <laughs> no one slept in it. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I want to buy this bed. It was so comfortable. We did a staycation right after the pandemic when things started to reopen. And we did a staycation at Encore. Had a really nice dinner and went up to the room and everything. The following morning, we woke up about 5 o'clock. Let's turn alarm. Like, you want to go home? She's like, yeah. I want to go home for breakfast. I want to enjoy the breakfast at my house. Just got, yeah, there's just something about being comfortable in your own home. We had a friend dog sitting. So we called him, hey, we're coming home. She gets five o'clock. I'm like, we'll be, we're coming home. Please leave. <laughs> you can continue to sleep if you want to. We'll be in the house, though. Exactly. Um, also, this morning, so um, exercise is good for you whenever you find time to do it, right? But it, new research reveals doing it at different times of the day may lead to better results. A new study looks into the best time for men and women to exercise during the day, and it turns out it's not the same for both sexes. The study 
uh, looked at adults, active adults, between 25 and 55 years old. They were split into groups, monitored while they participated in a 12, excuse me, 12 week uh, weeks of fitness. Well, they all followed the same specifically designed meal plan. They had their blood pressure, their body fat, their flexibility, their strength and aerobic power tested at the start and at the end of the program. And what they found was, regardless of, you know, when they worked out, their overall health improved. But they found women burn more body fat during morning exercise, while evenings are better for men. They said, based on their findings, women who want to reduce fat around their middle and and lower their blood pressure should try to work out in the morning. But he says women who are working to improve muscle strength in their upper body, as well as their overall mood and, and food intake, should do evening workouts. The men in the study, they were less sensitive to the time of day that they exercised and improved strength in both morning and evening workouts, but they explained that the evening exercise is ideal for men interested in improving heart and metabolic health, as well as emotional well-being. If you could pick, I mean, remove what we do for a living out of it, because for, for us, working out before work, what do you mean working out at 3 o'clock in the morning, and who wants to do that? Would you rather work out in the morning or in the afternoon, if you had, if you had your choice? I think I would rather work out in the morning and and that's what I do on the weekends. I usually do a morning workout. Just I, I, It makes me feel good for the rest of the day. With our schedule, obviously, can't do that. So I work out in the afternoons. But I, if I could pick, I would do it in the morning. I'm right there with you. Weekends, I love to go, nice breakfast, then go to the gym, get it done, get it out of the way. If I'm at the gym on a Saturday afternoon at 2.30, I'm not happy. It's like, why? I'd the vibe other is stuff. just so different, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, it feels different when you're at the gym in the afternoon versus the morning. It totally does. Yeah. Week, weekdays, I do enjoy at night, 5, 530. It's a, it's a nice feel to it. But weekends, I got to go first thing in the morning just so I have the rest of the day to relax and enjoy myself and know that the workout is done for the day, yeah, too. Yeah, that's the best part, knowing that you don't have to do it on the workout. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, have you heard about Swedengate yet? The term's been trending online after someone claimed Swedes... Do not share food with house guests, especially their kids' friends who happen to be there for dinner. And people are really outraged about this. So basically the claim is that if your kid is at a friend's house at dinner time, the family will all eat together, but your kid has to go do something else. What? Or wait in another room. Really? Yeah. So is this really true? The answer appears to be Yes, or at least somewhat true. A Swedish woman who lives in the UK did an article about that and says it was the norm when she was a kid. But it's not because Swedes are cheap. It's a cultural thing. Sitting down for dinner with your family is still big in Sweden and even bigger 20 or 30 years ago when you would never skip it. So if you fed someone else's kid without asking, you might be stepping on their dinner plans, which was considered rude. She talked to a cousin who still lives there, and they said it's not really a thing anymore. Also, even in the past, it all only applied when, when plans weren't made. So if it was a pre-planned sleepover or something, then they would feed your kids. But it went viral after someone posted a map of the countries in Europe where you're most and less likely to be offered food at someone's house. Finland, Norway, Iceland, Denmark, and parts of Germany were also listed as very unlikely to feed you. Um, so it sounds like it's not totally based in fiction, but as usual with internet outrage, it's probably a little overblown, I'm sure. <laughs> that was such a treat to be at a friend's house playing late and they're about to have dinner and then the neighbor would always call my mom to make sure it was okay if I stayed for dinner it was something extra special to be having dinner with my buddy and his family sitting at the dinner table it was a special treat 
maybe once in a while on a blue moon if we're playing video games and I know I've got a dinner at my house, he'll go down and eat and I'd stay upstairs playing video games until he was done. But nine times out of ten, if they're doing dinner, we'd be offered to join him at the table. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I feel like I was offered, but I, I did feel like at our house, dinner was kind of our sacred thing, too. Mm-hmm. Not that we'd make them play in another room, but my dad would just flat out say, okay, it's time for you to go home. <laughs> and then he'd you make shoot him out of there, yeah. Home. Yeah. Okay, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, there's tickets for you to see the Lumineers MGM Grand Garden Arena in July, and we have them at 825. That's two-step, Ed Sheeran, a little baby on Mix 94.1. It is 7.59, Mercedes in the morning. So if you're going to get married and you want to have an Elvis impersonator at your wedding in Las Vegas, they could be banned from wedding ceremonies uh, after licensing, uh, a licensing company for the Elvis Presley estate has issued the demand. Apparently, I, this our wedding, this wedding industry generates $2 billion a year, but with Elvis-themed weddings, representing a significant number of ceremonies performed here. It's a fear that that could actually devastate the business, uh, the wedding business here in town. But yeah, Authentic Brands Group sent a cease and desist letters in early May to a number of chapels, which are expected to be compliant now. Wow, that is a key factor here. I mean, there's a, Elvis is a fabric of our city. He's, he's, he's just he, one of the founding fathers of Las Vegas, his iconic residency. I feel that does... Elvis justice by having those Elvis themed weddings. He keeps his memory and name alive. You want to come to Las Vegas and if you have want to have one of those kind of weddings that's the thing you do. To me it keeps the spirit alive. Don't get rid of those things. It, well, do, do they have a point though that at least maybe they should be compensated Getting some somewhat money off for it, some it? percentage or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I Not saying that, you know, I agree with it necessarily, but I guess they technically, they, they own that. Um, if if you had to ban something for Las Vegas, though, the Elvis wedding is the last thing I'd say should be banned. It's just like you said, it's kind of the fabric of the city. And and that's the whole joke. Oh, we're going to Vegas and get married. And Elvis was our, our officiant. You know, it, it's kind of it's kind of charming and, and cute. But that's the last thing I think we should ban. What should we ban then? Because I, I agree. Laura and I are talking about renewing our, our vows for our 15th anniversary this fall and doing like a quick Elvis kind of thing and having some fun with it. What should be banned? If you can ban anything in Las Vegas, what would it be? 702-364-9400. I would ban the uh, mystery construction zones <laughs> where there's construction cones up, but there's no one working there. And it's like, wh- wh- what are we doing here? And and this has been like this for two years. Can we either start or just take away these cones and just not make it a construction zone? Mystery construction zones need to be banned from this city immediately. I second that amendment, Mercedes. (laughs) You got my vote on that one. What else should we ban? 702-364-9400. I think we should ban the HOV lanes. What? What? Because, think about it, if we just open up that extra lane for everyone to use, I think that would help the flow of traffic. How many times are you sitting on the 95 Either direction, uh, bumper to bumper, and you look at that lane over there, and there's cars in there, but there's not that many people taking advantage of these things. If we open up all the lanes to everyone, I think that would have traffic flow much smoother here in Las Vegas. I am in strong disagreement to that. I love the HOV lanes. This is why I had children, so I could drive in them. (laughs) (laughs) I love the HOV lanes. When I'm I'm driving, and everything... All the traffic is backed up at the spaghetti bowl. There are just people just stopped bumper to bumper. And I've got my kid in the car and I'm like, whoosh, 
just pass all of them. That is the best. I do not want to ban the HOV lane. Open them up to everyone. Give us all give us all that extra lane. Remember back in the day, it was HOV from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. I did like that. There was a window of freedom. Same with the weekends, too. It was the weekends were carte blanche. You want to use HOV? Have at it. I say we just 24-7, we get to use HOV lanes. Mm, But then they're not special anymore, and then they're going to be backed up. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Okay, fair enough. That's your right. 702-364-9400. What needs to be banned here in town? Uh, anything. Do you agree on the HOV lanes, the mystery construction zone, 702-364-9400? Dina, what needs to be banned here in Las Vegas? Hey, good morning, everybody. I think, please don't be offended, anybody out there, but I do think the uh, performers, like the character performers out on the strip, uh, like the Spider-Man, because and, and, they just get a little dirty and creepy, and I think... Uh, Vegas should kind of have a little bit more adult, cleaner, classier reputation like it used to. And I, I just think it kind of puts a little odd odd spin on it. I think, like, characters from movies are amazing, but not on the strip, you guys. Some of the, some of them, because of licensing issues, they, they have, like, the off-brand of some of these characters. Like, it's not Elmo, it's Olmo, uh, U-L-M-O, or it's it's not Cookie Monster, it's Pastry Monster that's out there. It's just, and so they're not the same, but they're close enough where they look like it, or it's just some off-brand Mickey Mouse that doesn't even really look like him. And yeah, you're, you're I think... It, if they could just keep it clean, that's one thing. But some of them do get aggressive and kind of rude. High pressure, too. You ever see Transformer Man? That dude is cool. I have not seen him. I've seen video of him. I've never seen him in person, though. He's on Fremont Street a lot. So he's, he looks like a car, but he, he's a Transformer, and he's an actual robot. And if you take a picture with him, you give him, some, give him a couple bucks. Yeah. I like the costume people. But, yeah, don't be over-aggressive, though. That's the thing. Yeah, just if people want to hang with you, they'll they'll go up to you. But don't, like... Shame them into taking a picture <laughs> with you. Um, let's talk to Amy. Amy, what needs to be banned in Las Vegas? The leaf blowers. Oh, my gosh. Ban those things. Allergies are terrible, and they're just blowing stuff in the air. Oh, man. The leaf blowers are, are when you're trying to take a nice nap on a Saturday afternoon and your next-door neighbor's... <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I was sleeping so good. It was last week. I was trying to take a nap. It was like a Tuesday or Wednesday where nice long afternoon nap and the landscapers were there. And I woke up I'm like, who's air blowing? Well, they're my landscapers. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired until next week. Then you're rehired. Come back tomorrow morning when I'm not here. <laughs> Let's talk to Susan. Susan, what needs to be banned in Las Vegas? We need to ban roundabouts in Las Vegas. That or we need to ban people who don't know how to drive yes, around. Yes. <laughs> they do get a little confusing. I agree with you, Susan. I, I, there's a lot where I live. And uh, last night I was just going through one and someone did not know how to drive in the roundabout. I almost hit them. I was just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you know how to do uh, them, they're smooth. I think they make traffic flow much easier. But if, if you always get that person who has no clue how to do them, it messes things up for everybody. So maybe lessons on how to do a roundabout when you move to Las Vegas. <laughs> I could barely... T- Take the time to go change my license to a Nevada driver's license. I'm sorry, I'm not taking a roundabout class. <laughs> we have to educate them somehow. I agree. I we have agree. to educate them. Now, coming up this hour, there's tickets for you to go see the Lumineers. We have them at 825. 
Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, 9 o'clock hour, 9.40, your tickets to go see Katy Perry Friday night. And then in less than 10 minutes, we've got your tickets to go see the Lumineers. Has anyone uh, watched the latest season of Stranger Things, season four, the first half of season four? Uh, you haven't started it yet, have I you? I have not, no. We had all intentions to start it Sunday night. It just didn't happen. So I think this weekend, I'll, I'll get into it. Yeah, same. I haven't watched it yet. Um, my daughter watched the whole thing. She said it was really good. The thing I can't get over is the song that is just like the standout star. And she said it. the song does play a role in it. It's not just like a background song. It's a, it, it plays a role in mm. the show. I don't know what happened, so I'm not revealing anything to, you know, spoiler alert type. But um, so the song I'm talking about is by Kate Bush. And I've heard of Kate Bush before, but... Her song in Stranger Things is getting it, it, it went to number one on iTunes, like just boom, number one. And this is the song that we're talking about here. It's ca- called Running Up That Hill. Uh, then you have like Hold My Hand by Lady Gaga as it was Harry Styles but this is the number one most downloaded song on iTunes right now and you obviously it has something to do there's a there's a message with this song I'm not sure what it is yet but when I think of 80s this is definitely not the song that pops in my head I'd never heard this song ever I love 80s music I actually added this song to my 80s station the 80s we visited with JC Fernandez on Odyssey. I added it last night. It's such an 80s vibe to this song. First time hearing it when he played it yesterday. But it's doesn't it scream 80s when you listen to this? And you say, what decade is this from? You're not going to say 90s. To me, this drops right in the middle of 1980s. 1985, 86, I think. It definitely has that vibe. Right, rightfully so. Um, but I'd never heard of the song ever mm. in my life. I've heard of Kate Bush, but not that song. What song screams a certain decade to you? Like when you hear it, you're like, okay, 70s all the way. That's 70s. Or, okay, that that song screams 2000s to me. What's the decade and what's the song you associate with that decade? 702-364-9400. Do you have a 70s song that comes to mind? Um, If I think of 70s, I just automatically think of Bee Gees. Yes. I don't know that I have a specific... Yeah, this song will do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I... You know, I I don't really know a lot of 70s music. I'm trying to think what else besides Bee Gees. Uh, I'm still thinking. I don't know. This is it for me. Maybe like, is, hmm, is Donna Summer 70s or 80s? But I think my both. dad liked Donna Summer. She crossed over. Did I she? Th- yeah, I think so. this fog hat oh yeah you got me on that one zeppelin zeppelin is 70s right mm, is it 60s? you're asking the wrong person i have no knowledge of 70s music zeppelin's was zeppelin was 60s or 70s 70s i'm trying to get that movie like the, the, that 70s show and then that that uh, movie dazed and confused okay yeah, what what is the decade? 702-364-9400 and the song that screams that decade. Uh let's talk to Mariah. Mariah, tell us the decade and then tell us the song. 
Hey, so the decade is 2000, and the song is Every Time We Touch. Every Time We Touch? Which, by who? Why am I? From Cascada. Oh, gosh. I don't oh, think this we song have, right here? Do we have it? I still hear your oh, yes. It's got Every time we touch. That's a good one. It does have that 2005. And is this a, a remake of some sort? The way you were singing it, it sounded like an 80s song. Yeah, what's, sing it, Mercedes. All right, I'm waiting for the, like, here it comes. If we're talking 2000s, the first thing that pops in my head is sync, like Bye 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 era. Yes. That is like, when she said 2000s, I was like, oh yes, sync, 100%. Thank you, Mariah. Uh, where does this song take you? 90s. That was, this album was my life in the 90s. It was just... Oh, man. This is like this past year. BTS. 2020s. 2020s. Uh-huh. How about this right... Where'd I put it? You got 80s on this one. Yep. Big time. Oh, man. Another one. Okay, here's the curveball. This could be today or the 80s. in my book, even though, you know, you've got the new Maverick version. Kenny Loggins, by the way, recorded a new updated version, and they said, no, we want to use the original because they wanted everyone to have that feel of the 80s version of Top Gun when they heard the song. Oh, for sure. Our uh, boss just texted me. He says, Meg Myers did the remake of that song last year that we played. I don't remember playing it. Do we have Meg Myers in there still? Take a look, Steph. Uh... I sorry, boss. I was not paying attention to that one. Maybe we're playing it. Oh, late oh, at night. oh, this one here. Yeah, the Kate Bush one. Yeah. Where was I? I was not paying attention when this one. We played this on Mix ninety four point one. Yeah. Not in the mornings we did. That must have been an overnight yeah. song. <laughs> Two to three a.m. song. <laughs> yeah, we played it. Oh, it sounds good though. Steph, you heard us playing it? The, the, that that Meg Myers song? I did. I actually, that's the song I heard first was the Meg Myers version. And so when I would hear, I'm like, oh my God, this is such a great song. It has such an 80s feel. And so now I'm realizing, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a cover of the Kate Bush song. And I only heard it coming in. So it's like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, the morning. Definitely an overnight song. An overnight song. <laughs> oh, man. Those are some good songs. Yeah, we want to hear your yours uh, for the decade. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. What do you guys think? of i i think i think a playlist is in the future yes for some of these decades for sure and we want caller 20 right now 702-364-9400 your caller 20 you get to play heads up and we got a cool prize for you we have a pair of tickets for you to see the lumineers they are coming to town they're going to be at the mgm grand garden arena in july and if you want to go we have your categories you get to pick whichever one you want we you can pick your your partner and if you get six 
six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win with Heads Up. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, Lindsay, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. All right, let's do this. Pick your category this morning. We have Lumineers tickets up for grabs. Do you want to go with cavity, banana split, or over easy? Banana split. Banana split. National Rocky Road Day is tomorrow. So these are all different ice cream flavors, okay? Okay. Different ice cream flavors. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I will pick Mercedes. Okay. All right, Lindsay, here we go. You got 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to see the Lumineers. You start now. You might drink a cup of this in the morning to wake you up at start. Hot chocolate. Coffee. Uh, yes. Uh, this is a, a red fruit. You might dip it in chocolate or whipped cream. Strawberry. Yes. This is my favorite ice cream. It kind of tastes like toothpaste. Um, it's uh, green. Mint. M- mint what? Peppermint. Chocolate, chocolate chip mint. Yes, yes. Um, This is, you take raw pieces of this and put it in ice cream. Uh, Cookie dough. Yes. This is three flavors together. Vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Neapolitan. Yes. This is, um, you peel one of these and then you take a bite. Orange. No, it's yellow. Lemon. Uh, Monkeys like it. Banana. Yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. You got Congratulations, Lindsay. Nice job. Way to go, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And congratulations. You just got tickets to go see the Lumineers, MGM Grand Garden Arena. That show is July 24th. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning, 825, when you win heads up. And then coming up next hour, 940, tickets for you to go see Katy Perry this Friday night at Resorts World. Hello, Mix 94.1. It is 8.39, Mercedes in the morning. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Sometimes just trying to be romantic and and trying to be all fancy and I'm in the love. It's not worth it. No, certain romantic gestures just don't, just in my mind, don't fly. One of them is rose petals in your tub. Taking a nice little romantic bath. Put some rose petals in there. They look pretty when you're in there. The thing is, when you drain that tub, those rose petals get stuck on the side of the tub. And you have to clean it immediately. If not, they dry on the side of the tub. And it's a, it's, it's a whole thing. It was the other night. Laura likes to take baths. And when she takes a bath at night, I don't get in the tub with her. But I'll sit next to the tub. I'm like, well, actually, I have nice conversations and stuff. So she had one the other night. And she had, some, I think, a bath bomb or something she put in there. And the thing starts to bubble and everything. And she goes, oh, no. I'm like, what's that? She goes, there's rose petals in this thing. And there's rose petals all over the tub. And then so when she gets out, the tub starts to drain. I'm in there wiping down the rose petals. It looks pretty, but not worth it. To me, it's not. they're not worth the effort in the, in the tub. What, what else is not worth it when it comes to romance? 702-364-9400. I would, I would even extend the rose petals in the bathtub to just rose petals on the bed or rose petals leading up to the bed. Yeah, it looks so cute. But then it's like, 
oh man, we don't want to stain the bed with these rose petals, or then they get stuck everywhere. It's just, it's not worth it. It's not, but it's good for the beginning of relationships. But once you're established, it's like, oh, forget it. You come home from work and there's a trail of petals through your house. What, what is this mess? I got to clean up. Where'd you get these rose petals from? Who's, who's planning on vacuuming this? I'd like to know. It's because it's not going to be me. Absolutely not. Is there anything else that just, is, maybe in the movies too, it seems very romantic and stuff, but in real life, it's just not worth it. Relations on the beach. Sand in certain crevices, you don't want sand in certain spots of your body. Oh, gosh. That, yeah, that's so overrated. Just anything on the beach. It hard, it's hard to walk. <laughs> you, get, you start sinking in there. Then, you're, then you get sand everywhere. Forget it. There, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Now, what was, it, was it Chris Isaac, Wicked Games, that song from the 80s, maybe 90s, that song came out. And in the video, there's a romantic couple. They're making love on the beach, rolling around in the water. The, the waves crashing down on them. Do that in real life life not fun <laughs> the water the seawater the salt water crashing your face you get in your eyes ah, thank you no yeah absolutely not uh what else we're getting some text here it says anything that has to do with champagne champagne just makes me tired so if you're trying to seduce me don't give me champagne because i will fall asleep in 10 minutes <laughs> that i i mean i have a love-hate relationship with champagne at the time i'm drinking it love it but then it just, yeah, I'm the same way. I get really tired on that one. You get all sleepy after the facts. Um, this one says, anything that involves a massage, again, makes me fall asleep, too. I, I just, if you're going to rub my back, I'm like, <laughs> So if that's your method, I'm sorry. That's a bad method. Well, there's your Chris Isaac. My Chris Isaac. That's your Chris Isaac. <laughs> Do you remember the video, though? Uh, yeah, I vaguely, vaguely. I feel like it was black and white. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, yeah. I yes. kind of remember Very, that. Very uh, sexy couple rolling around on the beach. Mm -mm. Bath bombs in general. I, I used a bath bomb about a year ago. Last time I took a bath. Uh, this is why I don't take baths. And it was this, it was supposed to be this outer space bath bomb. And it was... It, it it was going to like, there's a shimmer to it. And so it starts dissolving and then the water's turning like purple and blue. And then there's like a shimmer. It's supposed to look like the Milky Way. And I swear it was turning my skin blue. I My husband said it was not, but I was like, no, I have a blue tint to my skin now. And then I had sparkles all over me. I was like that. This is why I don't do bath bombs. <laughs> You're turning awful. into a smurf from this I one. I know. What is happening? <laughs> baths too. Laura loves doing baths, but like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. This... I'm not a big bath fan. Showering together. To me, that's not fun. It's not. Oh, we'll take a shower together. Okay, our shower's not that big. Someone's under the hot water. I'm standing out in the cold. I don't get all the shampoo out of my hair. Showering together, in my opinion, is not as romantic as you see it in the movies. If you have multiple shower heads, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Because then, you know, everybody can stay warm. But if you're if you have just one, it's like... <laughs> you're standing out there. Oh, let me soap up. You soap up next. Oh, you're going to soap me up? Okay, no. I need. The, I, I want some hot water, please. On that note, same with bathing in the same bathtub together. Unless you have a gigantic bathtub, you're like, oh, excuse me. Oh, can you move your foot? Like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. Who gets in first? The second person gets in. Where are you sitting? Mm -mm. Completely agree. Completely agree. Sometimes, Steph, what's yours? <laughs> Any anything to do with whipped cream? <laughs> Just don't do it. It's sticky. <laughs>
It's gross. You definitely need a shower right after. Yeah. Whipped cream. <laughs> Turn off. Bring the whipped cream. Mmm, whipped cream. Cherry on top. <laughs> I, I'll be like, are we making Sundays? Because I'll go back in the kitchen for this one. <laughs> Mercedes runs out of the ice cream. I'm good with that. Let's go. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, we are going to talk about ordering food. What you need to be aware of if you're using a, you know, a, an app like a, a DoorDash or an Uber Eats, some, some interesting uh, studies have been conducted. We'll talk about that. Also, what is one of the biggest cheating myths out there? Someone cheats on you, does it mean that they were necessarily unhappy in the b- relationship? And the number one reason that quote-unquote cougars like younger men. <laughs> this is an actual story that we're going to get to coming up. A story on cougars. <laughs> cougars. But they did a study. We got to talk about it. It's coming up in the Hot 3. It's Harry Styles as it was. That is the number one song in the country. And all 13 songs from his new album, Harry's House, are in the top 30. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new survey finds 8 in 10 food delivery workers admit to eating part of their customer's order. 8 in 10? According to this poll of more than 500 delivery drivers, 1 in 4 confess they've hooked up with someone in their vehicle. And 1 in 10 have urinated on or near a customer's home. Hmm. What's behind all this bad behavior? Well, researchers found that uh, many customers are not treating these workers with respect or courtesy. In fact, nearly three in four delivery drivers say that the biggest reason they don't like their customers is because they give bad tips. Moreover, three in 10 accuse customers of tip baiting when they use services like Instacart. Have they have they changed that on Instacart where you can't tip bait anymore? What's tip bait on Instacart? So you put what your tip is going to be. Like, let's say I put my Instacart order in and and I'm going to tip you $20. And they're like, oh, my gosh, yes. So like they do everything they can and then you, they deliver it and then you can go back in the Instacart app. And take away the tip. Oh, that is wrong. No, people do do that. that. Come on. I thought they were going to find a way to combat that. Um, If you if you do Instacart, do you know if they've done it? I haven't done it in a really long time. I actually canceled my Instacart um, account, so I don't know if you can still do that. Um, I'm just looking at Instacart last night. I do a uh, percentage, is what I do. But then you can add extra. Some I just popped it open. I can I I can add even more after the fact. So I can't take anything away. I can add to it. That's cool. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It, well, a little bonus there. Don't don't be don't be rude. Okay. Yeah. Because that's like, awful. So so bad. Um. That's why they're eating your French fries when you. Wait, <laughs> did you say they're urinating on the house? On or near. <laughs> I would say not to, not ex- excusing that in any way, but what do you do when you're doing Instacart and you have to go to the bathroom so bad? Not, you know, do you go to, do you just do it at, I do it at a restaurant that you're going to pick up food, run in really quick, Yeah, do pop that. in, yeah. yeah but, uh. Yeah, not excusing. But that. I'm just assuming that is, is that because of bad a bad tip they come back and pee on your house? Maybe they're just like, oh, no one will notice if I go back here. And <laughs> oops, sorry, splashed. <laughs> My bad. Uh, that was an accident. Uh, also, this morning, a guy cheats on his wife. Does his infidelity mean he's not happy in his marriage? Usually not. Researchers have found that 56 percent of men who have affairs were actually happy in their marriage. 
by comparison, only 34% of women who had affairs were happy or very happy in their marriage. So it looks like when women cheat, it's because they are not happy. But when guys cheat, what is the reason for their cheating? Well, for 56% of men, it usually is because opportunity presents itself or because they are bored. Self-control, guys. Oh my gosh. Whoa, what's this opportunity right here? Don't mind if I do. Yeah, she, I mean, she likes me, so what am I supposed to do? I know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Honey, no. I'm happy in our marriage. She was there. Oh, man. She was into me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone's used that excuse. Someone listening right now has probably said that. Like, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> um, finally, this morning, if you asked a guy who dates much younger women why he does it, I'm guessing... He'd say because she was hot or because her looks or something, but maybe that's not the case for women who date younger men. Uh, uh, there's a dating site apparently called CougarLife.com, and they pulled their members and they asked them to name the top benefits of dating a guy who is 10 or more years younger than them. And the most popular answer was guys like that are more open-minded. Physical attractiveness ranked second and having a free spirit ranked third. So um, they were also asked to name, they also asked men to name the be- the benefits of dating a quote unquote cougar. The top three answers were they're more emotionally mature. They tend to have more financial freedom and they're more successful at work. So two of those are about money. Just so yeah. you know, uh, the top drawbacks to dating someone who's much older or younger include you've got nothing in common. Your friends have nothing in common, and people will probably kind of judge you for it. I pulled up that CougarLife.com. So you have the Cougar. I don't know. The, this was the term, the Cub. That is the term for the younger gentleman. The Cub. The Cub. Oh. Well, so, like, look at someone like Olivia Wilde. She's 36, far from a Cougar, you know. Yeah. But she's dating Harry Styles, and he's 26. So they have a 10-year age gap. So, you know, I, I'm thinking, okay, it's well, it's Harry Styles. I Obviously, like he's very attractive. Look at Olivia Wilde; she's obviously very attractive. And you might say, like, thirty-six and twenty-six between a guy and a girl, what could they have in common? But I could see that, like, he does seem really mature for his mm-hmm. age. I could see him being a cool hang, and you know, she just seems young, young at heart. So I could see that being a good match. I think ten, I don't think ten years is that bad. I mean, Laura and I are eight years apart, and we're, there's every every. Once in a blue moon, I'll bring up something she might not get a reference or something, but nine times out of ten. Like using the phrase once in a blue yeah. moon. <laughs> it's like, what is that? It's like, when was the last blue moon? <laughs> what the heck are well, you talking I, about? I mean, you're talking about a decade, and I'm, I agree. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but... You've got there's difference between decades, you know, you're you're in different decades. So you you grew up with different things. It's mm-hmm. gonna and my husband's only a few years older than me, but sometimes he makes references that I have no clue what he is talking about. He uh, it, he just said something the other night. Oh, he was asking me if I had watched a TV show. I'd never even heard of the TV show before. And uh, he, he makes these references to stuff that I'm like, what is that? And he's only like three or four years older than me. So it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. Sometimes you sink and sometimes you're totally out of sync. Yes. Sink, you if you know? find that sink, good for you guys if you find it. Yeah. It's going to work. Cougars and Cubs. It's educational show <laughs> this morning. Now, next hour. So Katy Perry, she's back with the residency Resorts World. You're going to be there Friday night. Your tickets at 940. 
That's Tate McRae. She's all I want to be. This is Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. And for the past three minutes, I've been trying to figure this out. Well, it, it's uh, one of those tricky things. Uh, you guys got to be careful, ladies, if you carry a purse, because the way you carry your purse could send off high maintenance vibes. According to a body language expert, there's a way that you can carry your purse that will make you appear high maintenance. And you're trying to figure out what in what way that is. Um, and, wh- and what is that that sign? Not even related to a purse that you could see on someone or you can hear them say that's like, oh boy, this this is a high maintenance person. What is the sign that you know someone is high maintenance? Our number is 702-364-9400. So what do you think? What's the way that there's a simple test that will reveal whether or not you're high maintenance? Well, with the purse, I was th- I'm thinking kind of the opposite. I'm thinking of a lady that has a purse over the shoulder and kind of and it just hangs down a little loosey goosey. That is that is low maintenance. That is carefree living in my mind. Okay. So if, if to me that's carefree living, the thing just hangs and dangles. The opposite would be holding it close to you and tight. That would be high maintenance. So is it someone that clutches their purse in their hand? Well, um, you're close. You're close. Uh, let me uh, just wearing it like any type. Any the type of bag, first of all, says a lot about you. People who wear backpacks, they say, are independent want to take care of themselves and everyone around them. People who carry their bags, they say, like you said, in their hands, they tend to be assertive, well-organized, efficient. So that's not really the the high-maintenance way. Um, Wearing a crossbody bag with the purse sitting kind of in front of you means you you prioritize protection and accessibility. If you wear it crossbody behind you, it says you're cool, you're calm, collected. But the way that shows that you are high maintenance is when you wear your purse in the crook of your arm. It says you are high maintenance and you worry a lot about social status. How is do crooked? Do you have your purse there? What's crook of the arm? Mean? Well, I don't have a, a clutch to wear it. I have one that goes over my shoulder. But let's say this is my bag, uh-huh. and, I, and I just I have it right underneath. Oh, it's under there. My, okay, my arm. That's the sign that says you're high maintenance. So, you know, keep that in mind. And maybe that's the vibe you want to send out. But is there another sign that someone is high maintenance has nothing to do with purses? You're just like, you can just look at them and like, yep, that's a high maintenance person. (laughs) (laughs) And what is it? Like, honestly, what what would you say? Someone that complains a lot. We We were at an event and there was a high maintenance person in our group. And as soon as we get there, oh, it is so hot in here. Is the AC on? Then some cocktails come. What kind of glass is this? I don't know. It's a glass. Drink out of it. (laughs) Someone that complains a lot. Or what about when they're like, you're at a restaurant with them and they have to modify the order, like not to a dietary degree, Mm. but to a, I want a steak and I want it medium well and I want you to cut it in slices. And then I want this, a side of this sauce, but I want the sauce on the side, but you can put a little bit on the plate, but it's like, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? It's so embarrassing. I I have a one of my, there's someone in my husband's family who is like that when they order. It's a whole thing has nothing to do with dietary restrictions. It's like I would like 
a lemonade with a splash of iced tea. But I want more lemonade than I want iced tea. I don't want an Arnold Palmer. I want about a quarter of iced tea. And it's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed right now. Like, oh, my gosh. We were at a restaurant. And Laura did her dietary restriction stuff. Like, he makes sure there's no dairy. And like, yeah, we don't think there is. We'll double check if there is. We can hold it out. Someone else in our party went to order. And they asked for a veggie dish off of one thing. Oh, the veggies that come with the salmon. Can I get those veggies with my steak instead? And the server said, let me check with the chef. And she went and she came back and she goes, no. You cannot. <laughs> he said, no, you can't. I'm like, what? <laughs> nope. That's the rule. Do if you don't like it, you can go elsewhere. Get those, out of those here. Those veggies go with the fish. You want veggies to go with the... He said he can't do it. Nope. It was just like, I'm like all right. I wonder face. if that person even went back and asked. They probably just stood there. One, two, three, four, five. Nope. Because you didn't want to mess with the chefs, man. No. I, I waited tables. And when they had... There was a really weird request. And I'd have to ask. That chef got mad at you. They didn't get mad at the customer. They got mad at you, and they took it out on you for the rest of the night. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if she just went back there, pretended to ask, and came out and said no. Chefs are <laughs> chefs are awesome. Though. I was the same restaurant. I was there with another buddy of mine. And I was eating something and a chicken sandwich. And it was it was overcooked. So it, was, it was rubbery, but I just wasn't in the mood for saying anything. Everything else was great. The little appetizers we had and everything. Manager came out and said to me, he "Goes what was wrong with your sandwich?" I go nothing. He goes, "What was wrong with it?" I'm like nothing. Chef was watching you. There was something wrong with it. Oh. Like, oh, my gosh. Okay, everything. Everything was wrong with it. Was it was overcooked. Like, thank you. We want to know so we can tell who made it that they overcooked your sandwich. John, what's a sign that someone is high maintenance? Well, I think we all know what RBF means. Oh, yes. Having that resting uh, bee face, for sure. You, yes. You could just tell on someone when they have it. You don't have to think. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's just something we'll just have it. I have that. I have it, too. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're high maintenance or just or, or in a bad mood. Or does it? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. John just uh, revealed something about us that we wanted to deny. We'll be smiling all day. <laughs> ear to ear. Katy Perry tickets. This Friday, you're going. We have them at 940. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix ninety four point one? Halsey is trending this morning. So we told you last week that the singer said her label was preventing her from releasing a new song until they achieved a viral marketing moment. So she put out a video talking about the issue. Which went viral, and then Halsey asked, okay, I got a viral marketing moment. Can we release a single now? Well, it looks like she got what she wanted. Her new single, So Good, is coming out next week. Her label, Capitol Records, posted on social media yesterday saying, quote, At Halsey, we love you and are here to support you. We are committed to a release of So Good on June 9th. 2022 they added quote we are an artist first company that encourages open dialogue we have nothing but a desire to help each one of our artists succeed and hope that we can continue to have these critical conversations you tell me halsey's putting out a new song next week cool look forward to hearing it but now with all this buzz and everything i can't wait to hear the song from halsey they did it it's a, it's a there's a buzz on it now and again like i said this earlier i I wonder if this was the plan all along. If Halsey and the record label were like, hey, let's do this me versus you kind of thing. Get people to be like, yeah, Team Halsey, we'll be the bad guy. That's what we're here for. We'll take the we'll, we'll take the 
the negativity and it's and everyone will be so hyped to hear your new single that they are just going to be like downloading it and listening to it and requesting it. It'll be fantastic. I, I wouldn't put it past me. Like I, I put past them to do it. Because I'm sure stuff like that has happened before in the past. We just weren't in on the, in on the, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very smart when it comes to marketing and marketing ways. Publicity stunts. People are doing this all the time. We'll see. I actually have a call this morning to listen to the new single. They're going to play it for us. To, so I'll uh, I'll report back on on what I think. Seriously, of the buzz yeah. on this song now, all because of this this stuff that happened over the past couple of weeks, is huge. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It, I'm I'm been waiting to hear when we got the message saying, uh, "Oh, we got our hands on the new Halsey." I'm like, "Yeah, sounds like you've had your hands on uh-huh. it this whole time." But we shall see. Also trending this morning, coffee is trending. So a new study has come out that says if you're a coffee drinker, you might want to add a spoonful of sugar to it. It could be the key to a longer life. I guess scientists found that coffee drinkers, first of all, just coffee in general, you have a a lower risk of dying than non-coffee drinkers. But the sugar is the key. So they found that people who drank any amount of unsweetened coffee were up to 21% less likely to die than those who did not drink coffee at all. But then those who like their coffee sweet were 31% less likely to die than non-coffee drinkers in the follow-up period as long as they kept their coffee consumption between one and a half and three cups daily and only added uh, one spoonful on average. What's uh, die when? Would we have the number? You die by when? They said 31% less likely to die. They don't say an age. They just say less likely to. Less like, oh, hey, sign me up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I want that number on my side. I just, I'm not a fan of sweet coffee. So I don't, I I think I, I, I'll just have to go with the 21% and not put any sugar in my coffee because I'm not a fan. Were you ever, because when I first started drinking coffee, I was 18. I was two creams and three sugars. Sugars. I was that way for the longest time. And I slowly started scaling back. And then about 10 years ago, I just went black, straight black coffee. Were you ever super sweet when you started your coffee? The most I ever had was one Splenda. That Uh, was the most I ever had. And then I was just like, I I don't like this anymore. I still put, I, I put almond milk in it. I used to go like full on cream. Or half and half. That was what I had. And now I'm like a splash of almond milk or coconut milk or whatever they have available. I'll take that. No sweetener at all. You ever do flavored sweeteners? I used to do hazelnut, hazelnut mm-hmm. sweeteners. It's too sweet. Yeah, it's I know. It's too sweet. It hurts my teeth now. Uh, and then finally this morning, Mountain Dew is trending. We have talked about the dedication of Mountain Dew fans, but are you this dedicated? Would you be willing to try their latest concoction, which is pickled flavor Mountain Dew? Uh, there's not a lot of details yet on it other than it's a supposedly a sour sweet compliment to Southern barbecue. It's what they're saying. It's one of several new flavors that are being tested right now at Mountain Dew's new outpost in Tennessee. If it does do well, it could be released nationwide. Other Mountain Dew flavors being tested include apple cinnamon, elderberry, huckleberry, and s'mores. So if you're a Mountain Dew fan, you got some exciting things coming up, I guess. And that is what's trending. Katy Perry, Friday night at Resorts World. We have your tickets in just about 10 minutes. Here are more details. Miley Cyrus. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Do people call you Katie for short, Catherine? No. Oh, good. Be- because like the, the, then you guys won't get mixed up when you go see Katy Perry because you're caller oh 20. Nice. Woo! Yeah. 
Congratulations. Her show. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Play at Resorts World, her Las Vegas residency. You just got in for free. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. You're having a blast Friday night. Now, if you want to go see Katy Perry, we'll have your tickets again tomorrow morning at 740 to 940. And in fact, if you want to get your tickets today, Heather will have them in the 5 o'clock hour. The Killeroy, it is Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be back again tomorrow. Make sure you are listening. We'll have more tickets for you to see Katy Perry, more tickets for you to see the Lumineers. So make sure you tune in. If you missed anything from today's show, it's on the podcast. You can download that wherever you get your podcasts and on our Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And right Right now, it is time for the line of the day. During two truths and a lie, Mercedes dropped this nugget. I have never, ever eaten at Del Taco. Has some time to digest this. Let me play it again. Listen closely. I have never, ever eaten at Del Taco. You have never eaten at Del Taco. Have you had it before? Then maybe someone brought it to you. It's a little, little, little nugget there I caught the third time I listened to it. Oh, no. I just never have had Del Taco. You never had no, Del Taco. I wasn't trying to do any play on words. I've never had Del Taco. There are 27 Del Taco locations in Las Vegas. We need to change things. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe we do a Try It Tuesday with Del Taco one day. <laughs> but you guys have tried it. Just so you it can try it. It's not just for me. Yeah, we'll figure See, it out. You finally <laughs> try it. Well, that'll do it for show number 1635 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.